Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of the IntelliKey Podcast. I am your humble host, Paul Vido, and tonight we're talking about meeting the undesirables or the dark racial undertow in the burbs. A lot of you know that I often talk about stuff that I see around me and I live in this beautiful neighbourhood. A really nice neighbourhood, everyone does their lawns, everyone walks their dogs, kids still ride their bikes and kick the footy, it's fucking ideal. But it's amazing how over the last 10 years of being here, I've spoken to so many different people in this neighbourhood, because like I was, I think we were the first people on, on our street, everything was being built, and this kind of racial undertow just rips through it and which I think in a lot of ways is a microcosm of the broader society and a lot of this stuff also came to mind because I recently watched a movie on uh, Stan called uh, Suburbicon with Matt Damon and Juliette Lewis and I'll tell you guys a little bit more about it uh, later on which really gave me thought for this podcast so the rules of engagement as usual I don't do research uh, so you're not going to get stats, and I swear a lot, fuck shit, ass cunt boobs. So if you get easily offended, this is not the podcast that you're looking for, right? This is not it. Go find a different one. I've also got some pretty mellow music tonight, so I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys are going to stay with me for the next hour, and uh, we'll talk again soon.
tonight we're talking about racism in the burbs yo so let me tell you about this movie suburbicon basically the premise of it is uh idealistic kind of 1950s uh suburb uh but they're all white until a family of colored people move in and all fucking hell breaks loose and it's interesting because it's kind of satire on how uh aggressive racism was in the in the uh in the fifth the forties and the fifties. But it's quite interesting because when I stopped and thought about it, it really hasn't gotten any better. It's just gone more underground people, right? And so it's quite interesting, right? Because here I have this suburb that I live in, and fuck you if you think I'm gonna tell you where I live. Those of you that know where I live, you know where I live. Those of you that don't I probably don't want you to know where I live. Um but it's a very middle-class, working-class suburb, right? Um, everyone does their lawns and walks their dogs and power walks and goes to work in the morning and comes back to work at night and yabbity yabbity yabbity. And, you know, there's uh, yearly Christmas parties and barbecues and, you know, aside from a few kind of bad eggs, which there are everywhere, everyone pretty much kind of knows everyone, and if they don't, they have filled in the blanks. Now, 
The other thing about my burbs, like so much of Melbourne, is that it is, it is extremely um, culturally and racially diverse, right? So we have a large percentage of Caucasians. We also have a lot of Asians and an absolute ton of people of Indian background. We've also got a lot of Muslim people, right? Which is of absolutely no problem to me. See, everyone starts getting like, oh, fuck, right? The problem that I have with talking about racism is that people think that only racists talk about racism. That's not the case at all, dude. This is a major fucking problem. It's always been a problem. It'll continue to be a problem unless we start talking about this. So I equated a lot of my neighborhood with uh, the, the neighborhood, the suburb in Suburbicon. The only difference was back then in the 50s, it was overt racism. These days, it's covert racism, right? And I always find it funny because people think that racism is like Nazi skinheads and stuff like that, but it's actually not. True racism is a very, um, you know, kind of uh, uh, low-key thing. It usually starts with someone saying, uh, yeah, you know, bro, I'm not a racist, but these, you know, insert race uh, people then insert totally inappropriate fucking statement, um, you know, it tends to be how it's done. It always starts with, you know I'm not a racist, but, right? And so it's quite interesting because here's the thing. Um, I wasn't born in Australia. I was born in Europe. Um, but a lot of people think that I was born here because I talk a bit ochre. And so they kind of take me into their confidence when they actually think that, oh, no, you're one of us, mate. You know, and I served in the army for Australia and stuff. So people have this concept about me. So I get a lot of people open up. And the funny thing is um, that, it, like I said, the racism that I experience isn't overt racism. It's very covert. It's, um, oh, have you noticed how there's so many Indian people in our neighborhood? To which I always answer, yeah, it's fucking awesome. You know, diversity is good. You know, I remember my kids going to school and when my kids were going to school, there were people there from all nations. They don't see color. You know what I mean? Which is fucking awesome for me anyway. But there are some negative sides to that because people tend to get a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, fucked up. People tend to get a little bit crazy. I'll give you an example. There was an Islamic family, a Muslim family that lived across from me. And one day I just saw them pack up this shit, right? And I went over because I, I spoke to them all the time and I said, how are you and stuff? And they said, yeah, good. Uh, I said, are oh, you guys moving out? And they said, yeah, there have been, people have been leaving letters here threatening our kids. And I was fucking ropeable, right? Because I... I'm still of the belief that Australia is for anyone that wants to come over and integrate, right? You want to come over and be part of this great fucking thing we got, then you're in. And this dude was an awesome dude, always respectful. Uh, we always spoke to each other, looked after his kids, provided for his family, just my kind of fucking dude, right? But people had somehow got it into their heads that the dude was making bombs in his backyard. And so, you know, he had to go. And for a while there, I tried to take down who it was, but unfortunately, most racists are fucking cowards. They're not actually going to come out and fucking meet you face to face. So I was unable to find out what the fuck was going on there. And the police, according to the gentleman across the street, were less than enthused about 
following up on any leads, which was, again, to me, totally and absolutely fucked up because he paid taxes, so he was entitled, as far as I'm concerned, to the same level of service as anyone else. But that was ju- that's just been one of the many examples of this kind of covert racism that I've experienced, not only here, but also in the corporate environment, but certainly in my beautiful, leafy, green fucking neighbourhood. So... I want you guys to have a look around you in your neighborhoods and see how different people treat different people. Because sometimes it's the most idealistic, beautiful, everything is normal, but it wouldn't melt in my fucking mouth environment that holds some of the biggest cunts. I'm going to play some music and I'll be back soon. Take it back I would take it back For just another minute Just another chance with you Give it up I would give everything up Every last breath Every first taste for you Just to make it all right Just to make it all right But it's too late To go back I can see the darkness Through the cracks Daylight fading I curse the breaking The day is gone The day is gone Run away I'll just run away Like a child From all of them to you And now I My most constant mistake Is I don't know what I love till it's gone But it's too late To go back I can see the darkness Through the cracks
back I let the darkness seep through the cracks Love is bleeding I curse my breathing The day is gone The day Say something awful As if fucking the world is your right And I watch you stumble Drunk out into the night To cat call ladies You're thirsty
Alright, we're back. We're back. And tonight we're talking about, you know, covert racism in the burbs. So I'm going to tell you a fucking story, right? I'm going to tell you a fucking story. I was uh, working one place in Cheltenham one time. And there were a bunch of... Um, there were a, a whole bunch of... I, was, I went outside to have a cigarette because I'm fucking smoker. And there were a bunch of guys out there. And they started talking to me and I started talking to them. And I said, and he, and they said to me, you know, you shouldn't smoke. Ava says that it makes the body impure. And I said, well, Ava seems to have a lot of problems with smoking, but it seems to have no problems with clitoral circumcision. Boom, motherfucker! Right? Right there. Now, the next words out of their mouths fucking just made, threw my head into a spin, which was, you're a racist. I'm a fucking racist, Right? At the end of the day, I want to be very honest with you guys. I'm going to tell you exactly the same thing I told them. I'm not a racist. I'm an assolist. What is an assolist, you Lado, you ask? I'm going to tell you what an assolist is. I don't care whether you're black, white, yellow, pink, green, fucking tones of grey, right? What I do care about is whether you're an asshole or not. Now, there are assholes amongst the whites, the blacks, the Asians, the Latinos, fucking everyone. I will not treat you based on the color of your skin. I will not treat you based on your gender. I will not treat you based on your religion. I will not treat you based on your football team. I will treat you based on your fucking actions and words, right? If you are an asshole, <coughs> I will treat you like an asshole. Right? If you're a good person, I'll treat you like a good person. Right? Now, here's a statement that all racists say. Right? They go, yeah, but I've got Asian friends. I've got black friends. Here's the thing. I have got a lot of Asian friends. I've got a lot of black friends. Right? But you know what? I don't care what color they are. I'm not friends with them because of their race or their culture. I am friends with them because of their actions. They are good fucking people, right? There is no cultural, racial, uh, you know, gender or, um, you know, religious prerequisites to be an asshole. You've got assholes in every denomination that you can think of. And here's the thing. If you're an asshole, I am going to treat you as such. If you want to say that I'm a racist because you've added like a dickhead and you're Asian, like you're racist, dude. Well, you can. That's your perception. But I'm going to call you on that and say, no, I'm not treating you like this because of the color of your skin. I'm going to treat you like this because you're a being a fucking cunt and you will be treated accordingly, right? We are in a society where you don't have to prove anything. All you have to do is say it and get enough people to say it along with you, and it becomes gospel, right? Hillary Clinton is running a pedophile ring out of a pizza parlor in Brooklyn. Boom, there go six points in fucking Utah, right? It was bullshit, but it still cost her some of the primaries, right? And so what we've got, a problem in this society is... 
we no longer look at actions. We no longer look at reactions. We look at virtually a moment in time and make a decision more often than not erroneous based on that. Okay, Lado, you treated me like a bastard and I'm Asian. How many age other Asians have you done this to? None. Oh, okay, so what's the common denominator here? This fucking dickhead standing across from you. So before you go out there screaming racism, right, understand actions. Understand what that racism is about, okay? To say that someone's a cunt, right, is not good. But to say that someone's a black cunt, well, there are some racist connotations there. So, for those of you that say, oh, Lado, you're, you're carrying on a very racist attitude. It's not racist, dude. I'm not a racist. I'm an assholeist. And can I recommend something? Try it. Try measuring people, everyone you know and everyone you meet, based on their actions and how they behave, right? Instead of the color of their skin. And you're going to find some mad, mad issues. All right, I'm going to play a couple more songs and we'll be back soon.
Look me in the eye, say that again. Something's getting in the way I do you harm because I can For the second time today Victims we are not of happenstance But you're a victim all the same Stuck inside a circumstance with your confusion and your blame And when I get drunk You take me home And keep me safe From harm When I get drunk I ask you for another second chance But then I drink it all away And I get bellicose when you react Full of frustration and dismay I was so delicate when we began So tender when I spoke your name But now I'm nothing but a partisan To my compulsion and my shame And when I get drunk You take me home And keep me sane From harm When I get drunk You take me home You know I'm grateful I appreciate But in fact, it's baleful How I suck you dry How I suck you dry How I suck you dry How I suck you Suck you dry How I suck you dry 
seem to lay it all to waste I do you harm because I can With a joke in questionable taste I've such duplicity at my command So I keep on lying to your face Disappear without a trace when I get drunk. You take me home and keep me sane from harm. When I get drunk, you take. some shout outs to some of our show's sponsors as usual tracks restaurants at uh, 533 to 535 in the pn highway bomb beach monday nights wednesday nights palm night thursday nights steak nights somewhere between 20 and 25 bucks and you get a free drink with that big motherfucking palmers too so go down there and have a feed also at uh 627 the pn highway it's not tracks anymore i believe it's called zanko and they've got an awesome gelati bar so i'm hoping to head out there this week and say hi to jeff and casey and get a feed ozpet miners your trusted pet care alternative at ozpetminers.com.au uh call mr spencer on 04 888 they do like dog walking pet transport waste removal feeding and watering they administer medications all qualified if you go away they do bins in and out and security checks of your home and etc etc so reach out to them at ozpetminders.com.au or on 04 my homeboy doobsis.com my homeboy ivan that's d-o-o-b-s-i-s-s.com uh web and application development this dude's a monster he does design development deployment the entire development life cycle create new websites for you or change existing ones front-end and back-end development php and javascript he'll do on-page seo and off-page seo and for those of you that don't know what seo stands for 
stands for search engine optimization. Look it up. I am not Google. So reach out to Ivan at dubsys.com. Also, Cruise PT, that's C-R-U-Z-P-T for personal training. Uh, that's my little brother, Phil the Cruise. He is a beast. If you've ever wanted to uh, learn how to fight without getting punched in the face or just get super fit, he is your man. So reach out to him at uh, Cruise PT on Facebook, C-R-U-Z-P-T on Facebook, and tell him I sent you. And of course, Screaming Fire Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, my own Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, Academy, our 16-week Zero to Hero uh, BJJ course. You will start not knowing shit and become a mad Jiu-Jitsu practitioner by the end of it. Um, reach out to us on Facebook and I can hook you up. So tonight we're talking about um, the dark ratio undertow and the burbs. And I've told you guys a couple of crazy horror stories. But, you know, a, a lot of people have been messaging me and saying, well, how do we fix it? And it's an interesting question, right? Because it's something that probably needs uh, needs to be fixed. And people have been trying to fix it for years and years and years. I think I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's not more love that we need in the world. It's not more money. It's not more friendship. It's none of that shit. It's more acceptance, right? I think the way we fix it is we fix it not even in our generation, but in future generations. So I find it interesting that my sons, in a lot of way, don't see color, right? And I think a lot of that is because of so much of the social media, right? You're prized for what you can deliver as opposed to what your background is right? They play games online with people from everywhere, from Russia to the Sudan. They, don't, they couldn't give a shit, right? But I think one way to fix it is just one person at a time, right? Add the, the asshole kind of uh, mentality to your day-to-day -day lives. I, when I meet someone, irrespective of their background, I often assume, sometimes wrong, but most of the times right, that that person is more similar to me than dissimilar, right? That that person wants the same things I do. Safety, a little money to be able to provide for their family, food on the table, roof over their head, right? Um, education for their kids and a better life. I think if you start from that point, as opposed to, I think this dude is a terrorist, I think you're going to be okay. So from my perspective, you fix it in yourself first, right? You're not going to be able to fix others. You can't control what others do, but you can control what you do. So at the end of the day, apply these things to yourself. Apply these things to your family. Apply these things to the people that are around you. Teach them to be accepting. Right? Teach them to apply the assolist principle to their lives as opposed to the racial principle. And I think we will come a long way, maybe not in my lifetime, but hopefully in years to come. All right, I'm going to play a couple more songs and I'll be back soon to finish off the show.
Now I don't say anything at all Well, God, don't listen to me no ways Now I'm left here all Talking with a gun And blood will spill into the gutters And it will stain the morning sun Ooh, tell me what the hell I've done Can I stop one Or have I just begun Bodies that live A load it gets me high I think I'm gonna get my fill Of taking lives A lot I don't wanna let my baby die Well I just wanna give her something Warm the kind Ooh darling, darling What have I
Hope you guys have enjoyed the music tonight. It's interesting because I'm getting messages. Every time you start talking about racism, people get really, really uncomfortable, right? They get uncomfortable because it's not a subject that people like to talk about. Yet, like most problems, they occur through lack of communication. And so a lot of people said, you shouldn't do that show, you shouldn't do that show. Fuck that, I'm going to do that show. Because I stand by everything that I've said tonight. And if my show gives even just one person pause about their behavior, then, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that. If it gives no one any pause about their behavior, then I'm still happy with that because, you know, I tried. Um, and so from my perspective, racism is something that we need to communicate about, something that we need to talk about, something that we need to address, because it is still a big problem in our society. I believe it's probably an even worse problem, right, than it was back in the day, because now it's become dirty and undertow, and people lose their jobs over things without even knowing why they're losing their jobs. It's become a very passive-aggressive, right, which means that it can come from many quarters, and it can be hidden through big fucking $1 words. So I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. I hope it's given you guys some thought, maybe not about your behavior, but a bit more awareness about what goes on around you. Have a look around you and see what's really going on. Become a little more aware, and I think you will definitely benefit from it. So I'll see you guys next week. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And um, we'll talk soon. Deuces.
is hide away All we do is, all we do is hide away All we do is chase the day All we do is, all we do is chase the day If you must weep, do it 
Just live. Just. 